What's going on? Welcome to Tony Blitz Podcast. We finna talk my favorite division in football. What I watch every weekend. I mean, I watch all the games, but I stay tuned on these games. AFC East breakdown, our picks on the division, our walkthrough on each team. And of course, I got my prop bets and my best bets of the year. This is Paul picking one of Concha, and I'm joined with. You already know, man. It's your boy, Kev. Water boy, Savoy, a.k.a. the Don P.Y.E. If this was UFC, I'd tell you that I'm the people's champion. But today we're talking AFC East battle. I'm going to call this the battle royale because this division is crazy. Because everybody in here can accidentally become a hitter. Like the Bills already hitters. The Dolphins have showed in healthy, the healthier days they are hitters. The Jets have put picked up. They showed that their defense is legit. So they picked up a bunch of hitters on offense. You got motherfuckers like A-Rod and motherfucking Dalvin Cook. And they even got the fucking Patriots. Why just found out spend a shit ton of money and finding replacements on offense. Replacements all over there, all over the team, including in the coaching staff. So motherfucking anybody can accidentally become a hitter power. So like I'm this is like an over-the-top rope wrestling match. Like anything could happen. And the odds definitely show it. Like the Bills are the favorite. Understandably, they are the defending winners, plus 120 to the Jets, plus 250, and the Dolphins in third at 290. And then the Patriots are a big underdog, plus one eight, plus 800. I ain't gonna lie, Jet, that Jets plus 250 is a pretty, pretty good odds. It's looking pretty to you right now at the moment, but then you're gonna see motherfuckers start fucking up. And you think, like, damn, I should I know I should have took the Dolphins. So the Jets to me are the most interesting. Just because I, I'm the biggest Jets hater, but I will respect that defense they had, plus Dalvin Cook, plus Aaron Rodgers, and they went out and got Lazard and Randall Cobb just so Aaron Rodgers feels comfortable at, uh, in the Jets uniform. Still got Garrett Wilson. And Brees Hall is coming back from injury. I know it's an ankle injury, so we got to see how it goes. But towards the end of the year, all that early shit don't matter. And you're going to have Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook and an elite defense. And I point out to you before the show started, like Tom Brady with the Bucks, Matt Stafford with the Rams. They all got the same thing in common. Elite defenses, older veteran QBs that know how to win fucking football games. And they all went, the other two went on to win a Super Bowl. Are the Jets the next? Yeah, and the first thing Aaron Rodgers said when he got to um New York, he said, Hey man, I was looking at that um that um trophy from Universe um Super Bowl like three or something with Broadway Joe Namath and shit. Says it looks a little lonely. We gotta do something about that. I think it was a journey though to get Aaron Rodgers here because of the dark place that Aaron Rodgers went to. Literally, he was in the darkness and he came out ready to retire. And then when he came back, he was like, Yo, I didn't even know a trade was an option. So then he started looking around. He started looking around. Like, yo, the Jets are fucking loaded. And then the Jets started signing motherfuckers like Alan Lazard, the fucking Nathaniel Hackett. Like, he's like, yeah, there's no way. The second he got out there, he was screaming, Jets, 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 Jets. Before, like, it was even, like, pretty much official that Aaron Rodgers was on a trading block type shit. So, like, Jets, Jets, Jets. It's good that he made it over there. And, like, the way my favorite was, like, Sauce Gardner. Boy. Like, Sauce Gardner was like, yeah, bro, if I ever – if we if you were to come to Green Bay, if you were to come to York, bro, I would I wouldn't pick you off of practice, no, none of that. None of that. So it was just 
it was a great it was a great the Jets were a really great team to follow and now they're the team for hard knocks so I'm like okay they did the media shit right this year and Sauce the liar because you definitely picked him off in like the first episode of hard knocks uh, so like it's a cold world he lives in nah dead eyes man that boy Sauce is dangerous but Sauce also got my dog Icy Chain you feel me so Sauce Gardner is a great motherfucking um great he's a great motherfucking um teammate and fun fact about Sauce Gardner, I think so, I can't remember exactly who it was, but um, um, whoever the raw SD lineman is on the Jets, he said he came up to Sauce Gardner. He said, oh, "Hey, I'm not gonna call you Sauce. You gotta earn that." <laughs> and he's about the fourth week. They said that he earned it. <laughs> so like, I hate the Jets the most. You know, that's the one team I never give respect to. So I take a nod off that they are legit contenders this year. They are a force to be reckoned with. To the point where I'm actually betting on fucking Jets players, and it's not for them to do bad. I got Garrett Wilson. Kev, tell me if I'm wrong here. Let me know if I'm a madman. Garrett Wilson over seven and a half touchdowns was, to me, a steal. Because is this not going to be Devontae Adams 2.0? You got Garrett Wilson – one of the best footworks in NFL, young talent. And you're telling me when you're in the red zone, you're half Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall. You're not going to see a fake handoff to a fucking one-on-one with Garrett Wilson. Like, gets fuck- like he might get three touchdowns in a game, and that's almost half of what I need. Thanks. And then the only other thing that I have for the Jets is – uh. His uh, if he goes over fifteen hundred yards, that's plus nine hundred. Sheesh. And to me, I mean, I love Alan Lazard, but I think Garrett Wilson's gonna be wide receiver one on a, a Aaron Rodgers offense on the Jets. Oh, that's a bag. Fifteen hundred is a big number, but like, if Aaron Rodgers. If you're the number one receiver on an Aaron Rodgers offense, you tend to eat. And they got it. And they got it to pay. And then I got Alan Lazard under 650 yards. Just because I just you you're you're, you're no longer the guy. And that's a lot of competition. And you technically weren't even like the X of the Y in Green Bay. Yeah, but it's a lot of, but this is also the same team where we, if Aaron Rodgers and this team doesn't start off hot, or does Aaron Rodgers start throwing a fit? Not a fit, but we start, you know, he he leaves his emotions on the field. Are we saying here like this team starts off one and three, and he's throwing his arms up like mad? Yeah. I mean, anything can happen. Oh man! So with who are y'all next? Next team, the Bills. They're the defending champs. Stephon Diggs is holding out, but yet he came out on social media and said that all that trade nonsense is bullshit. He he loves Bills Mafia, and he just wants a deal done. Basically, he's smart, man. It's tough out here for these receivers, man. So yeah, shout out Stephon Diggs. But, bro, I love watching Josh Allen highlights because he has a cannon. That shit is fucking phenomenal. He knows, he just be doing and then, And his connections to Gabe Davis. I can see why Gabe Davis is such an inconsistent player on fantasy because 
It's either you're guarding this deep ball or you're not. And the dudes that don't always pay for it every time. And that's just the offense. And then they got new additions, but their defense. It's been top three the last three years. Probably the best secondary duo in um, the entire league. Great corners. You still got people like Kyra Long. Um, we didn't see too much of Tredavious White last year, but maybe a chunky Tredavious White. Like, we got they got some hitters. Matt Milano, everyone was trying to say was the best linebacker last year. Yeah, I want to say he was like number like 69 or 67 in the NFL top 100. Everybody put respect on him. The Bills, to me, are the – they're a wild card because they 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 could either be the same team that was crazy last year, but I feel like they were dominant in the first few games because they blew out the Titans. They blew like they they were on like they were just blowing people out, and then the second half they weren't really blowing people out, and we started seeing Josh Allen frustrated because he's throwing fucking interceptions at the worst time possible. He uh like they're not running the ball effectively. And Gabe Davis was dropping deep passes that were, like, open, like, right through his hands. So, to me, this team, either they're the number one team again or we're seeing the Bills at, like, third and fourth. Hmm. That's both. That's they both. have the most – to me, I think they have the biggest variance right now just because I have one, one of my prop bets, Josh Allen over 12-and-a-half interceptions. I just think he's careless with the ball. He tries – sometimes they teach you it's okay to throw the ball away. Josh Allen is him trying to hit a home run every play. And when you're going up against the Jets defense twice a year, a Dolphins secondary that's been really good, that looks really good this every twice a year, and a Bills-Belichick defense twice a year, you're going to throw a lot of interceptions if you're trying to force shit. Facts, facts, facts. So, to me – I especially with how strong the talent is, this is a team that their they their defense better be as good as it always been. And Josh Allen just can't throw the ball away a lot. But I like him. But I don't know. We'll see. And then we got my Miami Dolphins. And to me, it's just it's Tua healthy. And if Tua's healthy, we're gonna do great. We got Vic Vangio, defensive coordinator, and he knows how to run an elite defense, and he has all the right pieces. We'll have Ramsey back on in November. We picked up Eli Apple just to add to the depth chart, which is a great cornerback three, cornerback four, because we still got Cater, still got X. I think and fucking Cam Smith out of USC looks like a legitimate starting cornerback, elite tier corner off rip. He like he looks great. Mike McDaniel offensively when two was healthy. Tyreek was gonna go over two thousand yards. Jalen Waddle ended in the top 10 in the offensive yards last year as a number two wide receiver. This, uh, to me, the this, the floor could be low because Tua could get hurt and it looks bad, but the ceiling is high because with the Dolphins, if if Tua's healthy, there's no who who's stopping the Miami Dolphins offense. I mean, <laughs> the injury bug, but. <laughs> As I'm saying, when two is healthy, who's stopping them though? Yeah, I mean that's the thing. I think this team, you guys are dangerous because you guys are either the number one or number three seed. So you guys are either coming through, 
the running through teams, but the biggest thing about you guys is you guys have so much fight. There were points in times where you guys were down last year and still came up and prevailed. So I think that's something you guys took. You have people like Tyreek Hill, you have Jalen Water, you have monsters on offense. You have they're in the talks to be signing on to be trading over for Jonathan Taylor. Like you got options for days. So it's just to see if this gel can mesh. Can they block? Can your O line block for Tua? And what I've heard is that two of the boys have been like practicing falling or something like that. Judo, baby. Like, yeah. So let's see what what the off the off season work um got the boys right because this is supposed to be one of the better teams in the entire in the entire league. But this this your guy, you guys being as good as you are is what makes this division so exciting again. That's why I said if, if this we have the biggest variance. If we if two is not healthy, we could finish dead last. But if two is healthy and we play how we're supposed to be, we could be like the Chiefs sort of offense. Like who's gonna stop us? Facts. I the only bet I really got for us is Jalen Waddle. I just feel like he's being disrespected. They have him set at over a thousand and seventy five yards. And Jalen Waddle's a over like he is a legitimate. He could be he's wide receiver one on a lot of teams. So give me Waddle over ten seventy five, and also at plus a thousand two hundred odds, give me Waddle over fifteen hundred yards. Ooh, that's because Tyreek he might be close to two thousand. He might go over two thousand, and this all is in a world if two is healthy. And if he doesn't go over 2,000, I just think Waddle's going to put up an insane number next to him. That's crazy. That Jalen Waddle taking over and going crazy like that would be fine, but it's well-deserved. He's earned it. He's probably works his ass off. He doesn't really post too much about him working, but he's such a vibe on the motherfucking um, on the fucking field. But before we get to the next point, we can't forget about the big dog himself, Mike McDonald. Daniels, the way that he just keeps it cool, lighthearted, and fun. I think he got a little, he got a little figured out closer to the end of the season last year, but just taking him to taking you guys to where you guys were. Deserves we almost clock. beat the Bills with Skylar Thompson end of playoffs. Dead ass. Twenty eight thirty one. Yep. We lost. And what, what that boy Tyree said? Tyree said, "No matter who throwing it to me, you could throw me the ball. I'm still gonna score." Bro, and also that was another thing with my Waddle point. Tyreek, I love him, but he was he did get a little hurt. He played through it like a dog. But if he ends up getting a little banged up again, who who's not like you know, you always gotta sometimes factor in injuries. And if he goes down for a couple weeks, Jalen Waddle over a thousand yards, that's an easy bet. Like, oh yeah, like my bet's looking golden if Tyreek has to miss the game or two. And then our last team, the most boring team, it's it's Mac Jones and the Patriots. We don't have to spend much time on it just because you think they're going forth? Yo, Kev, do you think with the Patriots? Yeah. With the Patriots, yeah. we don't have to spend much time with the Patriots. Do you I, think they're going forth? I fell asleep on the ass. <laughs> do you think they're going forth? I mean, they have some – they have – that's my pick to go forth for sure. But they do have a way to sneakily, like, get some wins, mess something together. But that's going to be more of a coaching staff thing. And then putting the right people in the right places and getting hot. But I do take this team going last, though, for sure. Because the other three, the first three, it's like a three-headed giant for number one. 
yeah, for them, like, to me, the only way they don't go fourth is if the other three teams, it goes catastrophe bad for them. Yeah. If Tua gets hurt and the Dolphins can't run, if Aaron Rodgers somehow doesn't know how to play football in a different place, or if um uh the Bills of Josh Allen just turns over the ball way too much and they can't win games. Like something terrible has to go down for those three teams for the Patriots to I think move up the ladder. There's no like uh, or the Patriots just have uh, Bills just fucking the greatest coach of all time. That's the only way I see them not going for it. So let's yeah. get yeah, let's get into our actual picks. I'm gonna point out real quick, I actually have a star. If anyone can see my picks, there's a fucking star next to one of them. And that star is my super best bet of the year. And it's the Patriots that go fourth in division. Ooh. It's a pick of odds, minus 110. I, people love the juice. But if you're just going to say, put like $100 to win 95. Like, put a big amount to win a good amount. Because the Patriots, like I said, everything has to go terribly bad for the other teams for the Patriots to go into the, go up and outside of fourth. To me, it's a three-headed dog. Oh, yeah. And I think it's crazy because I felt like last year, the year before last when we first started with the Patriots rebuild year, and last year was the prove something year, but they ended up doing worse last year under the back of Matt, um, everybody gassing up um, Matt Jones. And now they're in a position where the rest of the division is just too fucking good. Who is your official pick for the AFC East? I mean, you guys can really go anywhere. But I got the Buffalo Bills because they are a good regular season team. They do peak well in the regular season. Second... I want to put the Dolphins, so I'm gonna take the nah. ah. See, I don't know. I don't know if two is gonna stay injured. So if everybody stays healthy, I got the Dolphins at number two, and then I got the Jets at number three, and number four I got the um, I got the Patriots. So I got number one, of course. I'm gonna take the Dolphins. Number two, I'm taking the Jets. Okay. And then number three, I'm taking the Bills. Mm. And this is going to be a wild one. The Bills do not make the playoffs this year. That is pretty wild. And then I have the Patriots at fourth. We're not too far off. And this is, of course, in a world where two is fully healthy. If two is not healthy, I am in for a long year. But I'm hoping Mike White can hold it down. Hell yeah, hell yeah. White Lightning, y'all got my boy White Lightning in the back. Yeah, that's a nice little pickup. I will say the offensive line is still the biggest question mark moving forward for us. So, like, we need Armstead healthy. He got banged up in preseason. He's going to play. But the rest of the, Robert Jones, he's going to miss, like, eight weeks. That's a big L. But other than that, my last bet of the thing, and this is a bet I really like, is the Jets and the Dolphins. Doesn't matter what order. But Jets and Dolphins to finish first and second in the division, plus 500. Oh, that's some good odds. Yeah, I just think the Bills, if if two is healthy and Josh Allen makes too many fucking mistakes, we're sitting here looking at the Jets and the Dolphins because their defense is going to be what carries them. 
Nice. I can respect that. I can fuck with that. Yeah, it comes down to being healthy for me. Yeah, health is the biggest factor for us, I feel like. Health is wealth, homie. Well, go down. Let us know in the comments y'all's picks for the division, any bets y'all riding for the season long. That's why I love these prop bets because you're riding it all season long, the ups and the downs. You're literally sitting on your seat like, holy fuck, why did he ball out? I need him to shit the bed. But I'm Paul Pickham Winham Concha. I was joined with Kev, Waterboy Savoy. This has been Totally Blitz Podcast. We break down AFC East. And if y'all didn't know, well, now y'all know, motherfuckers. Yeah.